you know you that bitch when you cause all this conversation. Always stay gracious, best revenge is your paper. Hey, hey, y'all. Welcome to the Vagisees Podcast. It's Vanessa here, and, you know, we're having courageous conversations about love, sex, and everything in between. And <laughs> as you start listening to this episode, you will see that this episode is all about butt stuff. I, I, I mean... Listen, there's a lot of questions. I had y'all share stories. I'm not versed on this one. Like when we were talking about the pussy eating episode, I was like, yeah, hmm, I'm an expert. I know what I like. I know what's happening. This, you know, y'all, your girl, your girl don't know too much about the butt stuff. I mean, I got, I got a whole lifetime to learn. So I'm not, I'm not pressed. Um, I'm just, I'm not really speaking from experience on this episode. You know, I know how to educate on it, but you know, I like bringing the experts, which is all of y'all in, um, to talk about it. So um, our guest today is um, Dr. Donna, um, and she gives us some tips. And the rest of the episode is all about your listener story. Shout out to y'all who shared. Shout out to Oshun for sharing. Thank you so much to Jessica. Thank you so much to Tia and shout out to Booney from Booney Breakdown Podcast. Go ahead and check her podcast out for sharing your stories. At Magisteam, I mean, the whole premise of why I created this um, is so that we can learn from each other. I'm not the only, and that's the thing I say when I have Magisteam uh, workshops. I'm not the only expert in the room. We have all different experiences and I want us to keep learning and talking to each other because we can't keep having the courageous conversations unless we're talking, right? So definitely check it out. Let me know what y'all think. And you know what I realized after editing this episode? I didn't even ask. I didn't even ask. Like, what do you do after you eat somebody's ass? Like, are you able to kiss them? Is it okay to kiss them? Do you run in like, I mean, like rinse your mouth out with water? Shit. I will ask that next time, y'all. I'm so sorry. If anyone has the answer to that question, please hit me up. Let me know. I'm still learning out here. Like I said, I got a lifetime. So, you know, I'm I'm 30. So I could try I could try it when I'm 40. Like I'm ready. I'm down. I'm down to try. I'm down to learn. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, definitely remember, please, 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 to rate um the podcast on the purple app the podcast app for iphone users that is right there on uh on your home screen uh remember to rate the podcast and review it tell me what you think let me know that you're out there and the more that you rate which is important why i emphasize it the more that other people learn about the show and they hear about it and they it's on their radar too so we start building a little vagistine community um, remember you can also leave comments on SoundCloud. Um, so SoundCloud, while you're listening to the episode, you can leave some comments in between. If that's too much work, remember also you can listen in on Google music. I got it for y'all Android users. We also got it on Stitcher. So go ahead and check it out wherever on those platforms. Tell a friend to listen to the, to the Vagicine podcast. Don't keep it for yourself. Okay. That's what that's what friends are for, y'all. Share it. Let them know you're listening. 
Um, let others know you're listening to it and invite them to the conversation. Uh, you can email me and share your thoughts as well at vagisim at gmail.com. You can also contribute to the podcast with your coins. If you go to vagisim.com, um, there is a PayPal link and I take your coins and I am able to throw events on. I'm able to support this podcast. I'm able to support the website and awesome work that is to come in the future. Um, and if you need to get in touch with me, you can text me at 443-692-7802. You can send me a text. You can even leave a voice message with all your comments, questions, whatever. Vanessa, you're completely wrong. Vanessa, let me school you. I'm open to all of it. That's what we're here for. We're here learning. So get in touch with me. I love to hear from you. If you want to keep following this conversation, all conversations, You can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And to follow this conversation, use hashtag Vagisteam wherever you're posting. So I know you're out there. I'll comment back. Let's have these conversations. So I hope you enjoy. I hope you enjoy the listener stories as well. It really warms my heart when I hear from y'all and when y'all interact with the podcast as well. So here's to... More butt sex. Here's to more communication. Here's to more lubrication and communication for the butt sex. I had nothing to to rhyme with with butt or anal. Whatever. Okay, I'll figure it out. Anyway, have a good week. I will see y'all next week. Bye. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to the Vagisteam podcast, where we're having courageous conversations about love, sex, and everything in between. And today, we're having a courageous conversation around butt stuff, anal sex, <laughs> all the stuff. Go in the box. <laughs> and so today... <laughs> So today we have on Dr. Donna, who's a speaker, sex educator, and therapist in the DMV area. And I'm super excited that you're on with us to talk about this. Hey, Donna. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) See, thank you so much for starting out with that because I was singing. I was singing that song yesterday while I was trying to like prep the notes for this show. And my husband looked over at me and he's like, it's not doing it in the butt. I was like, it's called doing it in the butt. And so we were looking up lyrics and it's called doing the butt. And I was like, it still sounds like anal something. I feel like something. I'm doing it in That's what I'm butt. saying. Like, it sounds like either way, the dance, like you got to squat down, you got to do all the stuff. So I'm just like, it's called, it, it, the, the intention was all things anal. So that will be our theme for tonight. <laughs> Sexy, sexy. All right. So tell us about yourself. How are you? I am great and really excited to be here. Yay. Talking about anal. Hey. So tell us about yourself. Who are you? What got you interested or started in your work? I am uh, Dr. Donna Oriolo. I'm the owner and lead therapist of Anod Wright. Um, speaker, trainer, sexuality educator, therapist, type. I wish I could say that was all I did, but it's not all I do because all I do is stay super busy sometimes. <laughs> so tonight we're all things anal, anal sex, analingus, 
booty, everything. So when it comes to anal sex, what do we need to know? How do we start venturing into this anal? Because I feel like it's very taboo still. Well, number one, we need to know everything, Mm. including why it's so taboo. So I would say sometimes you got to take that step back. Why is it taboo? Why do you think of it as something nasty or dirty, if that's how you're thinking? Or why do you think of it as something titillating and excited, if if you're not thinking about it in this negative way? Because the the fact of the matter is, because the booty has been off limits, (laughs) now people are... People are, some people are salivating over it while other people are still sort of disgusted by it. Yeah. So I really gotta say, you know, I'm really happy that, um, I think it was Gabrielle Union. Yeah. She's the one that brought that thing back up into the forefront. Like the booty is very important. We should love the booty. Yes. The booty. Yes. Enjoy the booty. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. But really, um, as far as like venturing into anal, I usually tell people, you know, start slow, especially if it's your first time, you know? Take your time. Hit like that old school Usher song. Yes. So, you know, just take it a little bit slow. I just want to take it nice and slow. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, really talk it out first because people think that you can just sort of dive into the movie into the booty, and I would say, don't do that. Mm. I say, there's a lot of planning and communication that needs to happen first. Okay. So, knowing, like, with the hard limit, because, like, if you're going to be like, all right, this is my no, or whatever those things are, being able to plan that piece out a little bit better. Right. Just so that you're not caught off guard or by surprise. And you have materials. Like, if it's your first time venturing into anal, the real, the real material you need is a finger, maybe a finger condom, okay, and a lot of lube. Uh-huh. Like if nothing's ever been in the booty before, you want to get acclimated to it. You don't want to start off with something huge. You want to start off with something small <laughs> and work your way up. Definitely. So, I mean, there were there were a few things there. There's the there. I mean, of course, the communication piece, the finger condom. Though, I want to interject real quick. K.S., what is the finger condom? Well, they, there are condoms that are actually made to go over fingers. Now, those things are hard to find, so usually I'm just like, you know what, buy the smallest condom you can and secure it to your finger in a, in a comfortable way. Or you can use like a dental gram or anything like that just to get yourself and your partner comfortable with things being in the booty. Right. So... If that means that for right now, it's some people say saran wrap. I really don't know mm. about the coarseness of saran wrap. I that's feel true. like that thing don't actually work. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm like, stick with latex or lambskin or polyurethane if you can. Yeah. Um, and really just, you know, cover the finger if that's what you're okay with. And if you don't feel like you need it, you go ahead and wash your hands. Make sure your hands are clean. Make sure that... Um, the person that's clean their anal area and get the plan. Yes. And we want, I think we want to have like the fingernails at a minimum, like you, and even two, right? I'm assuming. Yes. Those jagged fingernails. That is not cute. That is not sexy. That is painful. Yes. Those have your nails trimmed appropriately. Manicure yourself. That's part of preparation. That's why we can't jump into it. Yes. People run around with raggedy fingernails trying to stick it in somebody. No, no, no. No. That's a no. no. Manicure yourself. 
There's washing that needs to happen. There's picking your lube that needs to happen. I mean, water-based lube is good, but for this, I'd be like, ah, you might want something with a little bit more slip, so a silicone, okay. um, a silicone-based um, lube would be even better. Definitely. And just for everyone out there, the finger condoms are also called finger cots, and you can buy them online. I have not walked into many clinics um, that have them available, so you can definitely buy like a million of them in the in the pack, and you, like, like Donna was saying, you just place it on your finger like a condom, and you just roll it down and get to work. <laughs> so I so I think you so we started talking about it as far as a little bit at a time starting starting with a finger. How about how about th- when we actually get to the place where we want to like stick something larger into the anus into the butt? Like what? How do we do that? And what's the best position for that? Because I think oftentimes when we're looking at, I feel like the biggest portrayal of anal sex is is porn. I have not been just like watching Grey's Anatomy and it's like, oh, we're having anal sex now. Like, I think anal is still seen as one of those like, oh shit, like you, okay, uh, okay, wild thing. Like, I think it's still seen as that like out there thing. So yeah, what do you recommend for real life folks who are trying to get into, you know, moving past the finger or rimming with their tongue? Okay, so once you've mastered the finger and you're ready to graduate into bigger things, I would say number one, the same stuff still applies. It's still you're going to take it slow, making sure that there's lots of lube on hand. Mm-hmm. Um, use your condom if that's what you're into. Um, if you're not into condoms, still, you know, hopefully you already know your partner or your partners, making sure that everyone is tested and that you all are okay with what's about to go down. Mm. But really, it's like, like I said, you want to take it slow. It's, it's not something that you want to just shove in there. Yeah. Because um, it's not like the vagina where it's sort of made to take a beating, so to speak. <laughs> uh, the, you don't want to tear your anus. Mm. That that is that is not something that I would think is even remotely cute or sexy, especially if you end up having to go to the hospital to explain how you tore your anus. That's not usually a conversation most people want to have with their doctors. Having fun. Saying. Not that you should be embarrassed because, you know, these things happen. I'm just saying take it slow, get used to it, get used to the feel. Um, and really, the nerve endings are toward the um, the anus itself. It's not like deep in the booty. So that's where you're going to get most of the pleasure play. But what that, what's the best position really depends on what it is that you're looking for. Got it. So you can do, like, receiver on top. So if, if the receiver said bigger thing it is on top. And right. basically they have a little bit more control. So they can sort of like squat down. Okay. So you have a little bit more control. But the thing is, number one, that's tiring for the thighs. So let's be real. Yeah. A lot of people say that it also doesn't make them relax. So like if it's your first time, it's harder to relax if you're on top because you're trying to keep steady with, you know, your legs and being on top and hovering and easing down, not falling down. Right. That really, all it does is serve to help you clench up, which is the opposite of what you want to do when Mm -hmm. you're getting ready to have anal. Mm -hmm. 
So for that, I would say, a lot of people talk about doggy stuff. If the receiver lies on their stomach, legs apart, um, that that is a lot more successful with being comfortable and being able to relax. But you do lose a little bit of control because now you're relying on your partner to not just go all in porno type stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and it does go a little bit deeper. So if you're okay with the deeper, great. If you're not, then you're going to have to be like, hey, this is where I need you to stop. And I need you to take it slow. No, don't, don't, don't do that thing where you pretend like you slipped in there or something. <laughs> like, take it slow. They must respect your booty hoe. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, you can do it with partners facing each other. Um, that one requires you to sort of like lift your legs a little bit more. Um, again, partner would probably have a little bit more control over the how deep they're. But it does give you a little bit more time to sort of relax. There's some relaxation there. And really, it's a lot of intimacy and that sort of being face-to-face. So they would also be able to help to uh, gauge your facial reactions as to whether or not you're liking it or whether or not you need them to stop. And their ears are right there. So you're like, hey, stop. Right. Hear you very clearly. Definitely. Definitely. (laughs) Yeah, I think what you were saying about about like when we're watching it in porn it's so it see of course everything in porn seems so rough and it seems so it, it just seems like we're not really talking or communicating and you don't even see the lube so I think that was one of the key things yeah. that you said the anus is not a self-lubricating organ it is not going to it's not like the vagina where it might lubricate itself depend you know of course there's all these different factors but it yeah is, not the itself. anus is yeah. really not getting any wetter than it was when you got there. Mm. You have to bring it. <laughs> you got to bring it. Yeah, that's why I say you can't do this with no class. Right. You can't have no move on deck and just go for it. Like, it's going to be vegetable oil. I mean, I suppose you could, but yeah. I don't recommend it. Right. Right. You want something, like Donna was saying, with a natural slip and... Again, right, you do not want to be just popping up on your partner with the, hey, we're just going to just stick it in there. We're just going to do the thing. That is not how that works. And we have to go slow and don't surprise that because some people are not into that either. I've, I've heard so many stories. You don't want to just pop up, just pop up with, just with, the, with the D in the butt. Don't do that. Or the toy in the butt. And speaking, nah. and speaking of toys, too, <laughs> what do we need to know about toys? Because, I mean, when you go to any sex shops, you see these monster, some of these monster dildos and some of them with, like, suction at the bottom, which, I mean, I guess can be used for a whole plethora of activities. But what do we need to know, especially when using toys or exploring that part ourselves with toys? So with toys, definitely want to get one with a flare bottom. Mm. You don't want that thing getting stuck in your booty because <laughs> that is not a that's not a hospital ambulance ride that you are really wanting to take right then. So get the ones with the flare base. That way, you know they don't get lost in Nirvana. Gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. So we want when you Same say thing flare, with the blue, okay, and taking it slow. And I would say go smaller, then work your weight up. Gotcha. So when you say flares, what does that mean? What does that look like? Flare base basically is, it's flat on one side to basically keep it from being sucked up your butt. Gotcha. 
Gotcha. I've seen some, I've seen some anal, pl like, butt plugs with, um, with, like, I guess it's like two circular things where you can insert your fingers and I guess those are the flares so that you're able to like loop two fingers around that plastic part and like pull the toy out if or the butt plug out if needed so it doesn't yeah get stuck. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz that's really that would be really uncomfortable. Definitely. For it to get stuck. And so it sounds like there's just so many parts and so many things. Like, you gotta talk about it. You gotta get some lube. You gotta get this lube. We don't wanna tear. We gotta go slow. You gotta start with a finger. So what is the benefit of having anal sex? Like, why do people do it? Because it feels good. <laughs> Pleasure. <laughs> That's the same reason that people have any type of sex. Yeah. Because it feels good. Yeah. Definitely. Okay, granted, there are people that only have sex for babies. Yes, there Those you are go. Respected. I'm just saying that there's, I'm saying there's a vast majority of people that are having sex because it feels good. Definitely, and it has a lot of nerve endings. I just, I just feel like I hear a lot of the horror stories. Everything I keep hearing about anal sex is like you're either going to poop on your partner or you're going to, um, or it's just like, ew, why would you do that? Poop comes out of there. Well, you know, poop happens, and I would say that, you know, like, blood comes out of the vagina. It doesn't stop anyone from having sex that with it. That is true. Pee comes out of the tip of a penis. Nobody stops having sex with it. That is true. And all kinds of things go in and come out of your mouth, and people still use it. That's so, right. That's right. I'd say it's just one more orifice. I have fun with all your orifices. I am at it too, yes. And I think I when I was I was having a class last week and someone gave me the the ill face and it's there's a lot of nerve endings like you were saying around the entrance of that anus which make it makes it feel good when something is going into the anus. And again, if that's not your thing, cool. That's all right. Um, but if you want to venture out, then definitely that's, I, hey, word on the street is the butt feels good. That is the word on the street. <laughs> and I would say, I'm, one, I'm more of the, yeah, some things may not seem like they're for you, but maybe you should try it. Right. Right. Try it before you buy it. No one's asking you to keep it. We're just saying, you know, see <laughs> you found something that could tickle your fancy. So maybe it's something that you start off with alone on solo sex time, and then, you know, like, hey, partner. Definitely. Want to get in there? <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of of trying it, how do you think folks can become more confident in receiving and giving? Talking with your partner or your partners about your hard limits and how you guys want to try it and what you're going to need. And really being prepared to go on that journey. So I would say you probably won't know much about it until you give it a go for yourself. Reading about it and doing it are not the same thing. Mm. And what about, like, cleaning? Because I think I've heard things where folks are like, oh, you just wash that area, wash your butt like you would do any other day. And then I, I've heard some people be like, yeah, I had an enema and... I suck some up there, and I've really got up in there to clean it. Like, what's the best way to go about making sure that we are cleaning properly or, or doing that pre-work beforehand? I would say really do your research on how, what enemas can do to your body before you jump into doing an enema. I would say just clean your booty. Like, really clean. If you feel like you've got a massive tool coming up, that might not be the moment. Gotcha. 
you might want to pause on it for a second. Let that pool leave the scene, drop those children off at the pool, um, and then put in your butt and do it and, and go for it. Gotcha. Uh, so using mild soap and water for um, real, a thorough cleaning, but not so thorough that you tear anything. Um, a lot of people suggest using a washcloth. Mm-hmm. I suggest the same, but I also say be gentle because, you know, that hairy cloth type fabric can really hurt if you're yeah. scrubbing with, you know, gusto. So you want to clean. You don't want to, you don't want to break anything. Um, if you're into doing the enema, as long as that's something that you're comfortable with, I would say go for it. But mm-hmm. you also don't want to be overdoing it because there is a lot of healthy bacteria in that, in there for a reason. Mm-hmm. So... Using an enema can sort of throw off the balance of your body. So Absolutely. you don't want to overdo it on those either. Absolutely. And you know what? Poop happens. Poop. It's, 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 we're talking about anal here. Poop happens. So just be prepared. That some poop may ha- occur. Yeah. You know, it might slip out a little. <laughs> so what do we know about, what do we need to know about rimming, analing is, eating the booty like groceries. What about, since this show's about all things booty, what do we need to know about that? Because I feel like that is on the come up. Like you said, we have Gabrielle Union talking about it. We have people performing it on, on women performing it on men. And I think, I think when um, Gabrielle Union made those comments, like folks were just like, whoa, hey, hey. And I think just overall, just the taboo associated with if I have anything as a guy, as a as a as a cis heterosexual man, they feel they may feel like anything close to my butt is gay, and that's a no for me. So, what do we need to know if we if we have a partner that's willing to try? <laughs> how 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 do we go about doing that? What do we need to know about that analingus? So as long as you have a partner that's willing to try, number one, I'm like, make sure your mouth is clean. Mm. But, you know, it doesn't have to be, like, super clean on, like, the minty freshness because of where you're going. But um, just generally, you don't want a lot of food debris if that's not what you were going for. So, like, if you weren't trying to have your dinner up someone's butt, then maybe make sure that your mouth has been properly rinsed or whatever and prepared for the journey you are about to go on. Um, for the receiver, same thing that we said with um, anal. Clean your butt. Someone's mouth is about to go there, so clean it. Clean it like you're gonna lick it. So, Ooh, <laughs> that's a good one. That that like this sort of like fly by night sort of I didn't properly clean my butt sort of cleaning is not the business at this moment. Clean your booty. So. I would say not only should you clean around the anus, I would also say clean the whole butt, uh, get the whole crack, and let the water just rinse it all away. Right. Like, just get clean. Let it, it, it'll feel good, too. It's like preparation when that water gets, hits that anus a little bit. Definitely. definitely. And I, yeah, definitely. And I would just say, you know, like, so aside from the cleaning, making sure that the mouth is clean, um, because, like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with a clean mouth, but a clean anus is a lot better. <laughs> um, washing thoroughly, not tearing anything, and just sort of preparing again. So, like, there's a lot of stuff out there about how to do anal, um, analingus. So I would say it's probably more of the 
picking where the nerve endings are, which is at the anus itself. Um, so, like, trying to stick your butt, your your tongue all the way in the butt is unnecessary. And actually... Yeah, I mean, I think some of the things to keep in mind, too, is, yes, we you want to rinse your mouth with water. However, we don't want a, to brush our teeth before... And we don't want to brush our teeth immediately after because sometimes brushing can can cause um, some tearing on the gums, and we don't want we don't want extra pathways for um, you know foreign germs to get in to you know into our gums and under our gums as well. So I know y'all, but that's why it's really important, like she's saying, to wash that ass because you you want to make sure that everyone is being safe and yes and no you cannot brush your teeth right after because we don't want anything penetrating we want to you know have a couple of hours before um we do anything as far as brushing goes yeah i would say just rinse get a get a mouthwash you can rinse but don't brush definitely so what what do you think some folks can add to enhance the experience? I know when we are when when we're going down on the pussy, you gotta sometimes put a finger in there. You can hum. Some people first spit. Some people don't. So what what are some enhancements we can add to that experience, if any? I would say use some of those. Like do that humming. I would say flick your tongue a couple times, mm. like, do all kinds of different tongue motions. So maybe do a gentle sweeping, then do one that's a little bit more, with more pressure. Um, do a, like, a pushing action with your tongue. Sweep around, do semicircles. Um, definitely hum. And I'm going to say, go ahead and bring some ice. Oh. And go ahead and, like, Numb up your tongue a little bit, uh-huh. I guess you could say, Excuse so that me? you can feel the cold. And then when you put it there, it's like, ooh, <laughs> sensation. <laughs> like a temperature change yes. in the of area. Okay. All right. I'm, you know, I'm taking notes. I'm taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun with the experiment. And, of yeah. course, you know, checking with your partner. I'm like, hey, how, how, how is this? Is it feeling good for you? What's the intensity on a scale of 1 to 10? Stop, don't stop, keep going. Do you like this? Do you not like that? Right. Because it's going to take a little while to find the exact rhythm that would work well for both of you. For both of you, but enjoy. Have fun. That's what it's all about out here. Be creative. <laughs> yeah. So, Donna, thank you so much for coming in with us to talk about all things but. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yes, yes, yes. Um, where can we find you? Where can do you have any upcoming events? How can we support your work? Well, um, you can definitely find me at Anod Right, A N N O D R I G H T on Instagram and Facebook. Yes. And if you add the dot com, you got my internet site. So all that. Okay. So the last question of the night that I have for you is how do you build your vagisteme? So, vagisteme was a concept that I came up with, and it basically means that it's the concept by which one builds the confidence of an in their vagina and vulva, and I truly believe that this confidence leads to a healthy and satisfying sex life. So, how do you build your vagisteme? 
Well, I am an avid learner and an avid reader. So one way that I started was just getting, number one, the general info. What is there out there for me to learn so that I can have um, more confidence in myself and what my vagina is doing? And also just sort of being able to carry myself through life. So get that general info. And then really exploring myself, exploring my own body, being able to get comfortable with who I am and the skin that I'm wearing and probably will be wearing for the rest of my life. Yes. Awesome. (laughs) Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for talking to us about booty stuff. And I can't wait to see what you do next. Thank you for having me. Yay. Hey, this is Oshun of the River Oshun, and today we're going to talk about butt stuff. This should be fun. Um, the first time I had anal sex, I was 19. I was in a relationship in college, and uh, it was very sporadic, very well on my end, very sporadic and spontaneous. I, I didn't... I had only had, you know, regular vaginal sex and the guy I was dating, he suggested, uh, for us to, you know, give it a try. And being the type of person I am, I I did a few Google searches on like exactly what to do. Weren't too, there weren't too many people that were out on campus. This was in the nineties. So this not like I could go ask you know, ask someone. So I just uh, cleaned up really well, you know, to the best of my ability. You know, I wish I would have known all of the tricks of the trade. I don't do it anymore, but if I would have known all the tricks of the trade, it would have been, you know, I didn't paint them, but it was just, it was interesting. Um, I will say, for it to be my first time, it was spectacular. <laughs> it was awesome. It was just, yeah. Um, I didn't have, I didn't know what a real orgasm was until I had anal sex, and it was, it was amazing for both of us. Uh, yeah. Um, as far as outside of anal sex is. Any other, like, butt play. I didn't do too much, like, you know, grocery eating. I did it a few times. And um, <laughs> the last time I did it, it was with a boyfriend who had IBS. And um, it was, like, something out of a movie. You know, he requested it. And, you know, I, it's okay. No problem. Let me go ahead and, oh, no. Oh, no, nah, baby, what is this? Nah, there's no way I'm putting my mind. <laughs> you know, so it, that was the, that I, I've only did it a few times and it wasn't that, it wasn't that much fun. Guys can be kind of nasty. So, uh, as far as groceries, you know, I, I, I'm always getting a wax and I'm steaming. I'm doing all kinds of stuff. So the girl and her adjacent friends can be, you know, in tip-top shape. So there has been a lot of groceries eaten, uh, eaten, eaten on my part. 
And uh, I welcome it. I welcome it when it's done right. You know, a lot of guys, even when they're giving head, I hate when guys use their tongue as if it's a penis. So they're like, you know, they have their tongue out and they got that stiff neck going going back and forth like they're out of an 80s commercial. Get out of here. Your tongue can do nothing besides just, you know, swish around here, here, and there. But stop trying to stick it in. No, get out of here. So, um... I don't I don't turn it away, but I usually stop it if it's not doing if it's not doing what it's supposed to do. My favorite techniques, even though I, you know, I just talked about my what guys do to, that annoy me. But my favorite technique is when um just just like a normal rim job, you know, it's just like there's so many nerves right there. So you don't have to try to, you know, force your tongue in. Just give them, you know, a nice little hello. You know, that's it. And that's fine with me. And you don't have to spend so much time down there. You know, just, just do a little here, do a little there. Just let me know, you know, that you're you're attentive. And uh, we can get back to the real deal. Um, let's see. I, I feel like some of the, the do's and don'ts when it comes to anal play, be it sex... Or just, you know, even when a dude, you know, someone's trying to stick their thumb in your butt. If you know that your partner is, if you know that your partner likes to explore with that type of sex, there has to be a lot of communication. Because what you don't want to happen, and of course what they don't want to happen, is, you know, there's fecal matter. You want to be as free and clean and clear of all of that before y'all get down. So if you know your your partner spontaneous, then girl, if you know you and your your man or your partner about to get it in, do do a saltwater flush, do an enema, you know, make sure that little finger is soapy and get up in there, boop boop, clean it up. You know, because it's not fun. It's not fun painting the children. You got, and then you know you you're feeling dirty. Like, oh my God, did I get did I get it anywhere? So yeah, um, that's the main thing. Do you know cleaning yourself out, and um, and taking your time, taking your time, and being clean because when it's done right, it's fun. It's so much fun. And make sure he's not he or she, whoever your partner is. Make sure he's there. They are not. Jumping back and forth, <sighs> that is the, jumping back and forth between your anus and your and your vagina, or from your anus and try to, you know, get you to suck their dick, no, no boo, if you wanted this butt so bad, now you now stay right there, because that's all you're getting, now if you were in my vagina, we could have been here, 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 and there, but now that you wanted the butt so bad, now you got to stay back there. Mm-mm. Don't look at me. Just go go ahead. Go right back there. So that's the only thing. Um, I'm not a big fan as an, older, as an older person. As an older person. I'm only 37. But I'm not a big fan of, um, of anal sex anymore. I'm not. We're not like, no. I just want to do it. I just want to have sex. I just want to get a little head. 
do this, do that, and um, go to bed. That's it. Let's go to sleep. I'm tired. Let's get some pizza. That's so much work. It's not worth it. It's not worth it at all. So, um, but yeah, so that is, that is my little contribution. This is Ayana Imani. I am so excited to talk about anal sex. (laughs) Y'all. So I sell sex toys for a living, right? And people call in all the time and they're super interested in anal sex. So I talk to people about anal sex pretty much, well, a lot of the day. I would say I have pretty good conversations about it every day I go to work. And I just love having those conversations with people about what their reservations are. And, you know, they, some people want to spring it on their partner and try something new. So anyway, I'm excited (laughs) to talk about anal sex. So what do I like about it? Um, First, I like anything that's consensual, that looks fun, and that looks mutually pleasurable. Like, I am down for it. So I can't talk about anything I haven't experienced, but I will say my first experience with anal sex. So let me draw this picture with you. So I was 18 years old, right? And I was with my um, boyfriend at the time. We had been together since I was 17, so like a year. And I had been watching maybe some porn or something, and we had had conversations about anal sex before but I can't say I was down for it I know I I was in high school so the thing was like you know if you had anal sex I heard that some people had anal sex first and I'm just like whoa that's crazy so anyway I had never tried it and um we were fucking like rabbits back then so anyway I was like all right I'm down but I don't want it to hurt too bad so I would like to have some double pleasure like double penetration that was like a fantasy of mine that I pretty much still have but it was just anyway so um yeah and so I was like all right cool I had this rabbit toy at the time which if you know what a rabbit is it's like you know it's a vibrator so um it has like a dildo part to it sort of and then it has an attaching part um a vibrator for the clitoris that vibrates on the clitoris and so anyway I had one that was pretty old school and um I was like, all right, let's do this. And so he bent me over, no lube involved. uh, And that was just mistake number one, or maybe minimal. Maybe it was lotion. I don't know. I can't really remember. Um, And so I was like, all right, let me turn the vibrator on. And I just start, you know, vibrating or whatever. And um, he just goes in. I'm just like, oh no, like absolutely not. I feel like I'm taking a, (laughs) feel like I'm using the bathroom. Like, no. So, um, after that, I was just like, yeah, I'm not going to try that again. I don't know. Mm. And so now let's fast forward to me being older. Like this is 11 years later and I absolutely love like anal penetration. I can't say with the penis, haven't had that in a while, but one thing that I really think, um, more people should do it is experiment with anal toys because they're the bomb and they can vibrate. And I have been a personal um, fan of the butt plug lately. So I don't know why it took me so long to, um, to discover the butt plug. Like where have I been? So anyway, we get boxes from our work where we can 
try different toys and we pay for them. And so in one of my boxes, I had a butt plug and I was just like, hmm, let me see what this is like. Like, you know, let me pull this out and, and acquaint myself. Um, so it's a really small butt plug. It's made out of um, just regular rubber, maybe a jelly. Uh, and so it doesn't do anything special. It's just a small, very basic butt plug with a little uh, flare at the bottom. And so anyway, I popped this thing in while I was using a vibrator, literally the best orgasm I've ever had. And I tell people that on the phone every day and they probably blush when I talk to them. But um, as far as like techniques go, if you have had some reservations about trying anal and I'm just speaking to myself when I say that. I would encourage you first to try a butt plug and I love anything that vibrates. So, um, a vibrating butt plug, listen, (laughs) you owe it to yourself to, um, try it if you haven't. And if you have, then I more power to you because that is some pleasure on top of pleasure. Uh, and so that is, that's one thing I've been heavy on is solo play and introducing more anal play to my solo sex or masturbating has been amazing, like really amazing. And so that has also built up my confidence. Like before I was really, um, hesitant about asking my partners about anal play because sometimes you get very extreme reactions. Like you get the, Oh, disgusted. Like I would never do that reaction. Um, or you get somebody that's super excited, like, oh, let's go right now. And you're just like, whoa, um, <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready yet. And so it, introducing my own anal play into my life has really made me more comfortable with it and getting to know my anus more, which is probably something that, you know, most people probably don't say, but knowing how it works, knowing how it feels from the inside, um, what different penetration feels like, you know, it was, it's just really amazing to like, butt fuck yourself. (laughs) And I love that. I really love that. Um, And so in speaking about confidence about anal sex, I would say one thing that I probably, would say was a mistake or something I didn't do right. I wish I would have known this at the beginning and I probably would have liked um, anal penetration more was like um, lubricant is your friend. (laughs) Lubricant creates such a slick like environment where you can really enjoy penetration without it feeling like too much. And I wish I would have had somebody who was having butt sex at the time to be like, girl, like, here's what you do. Here's how you prep your butt. And here's how you can ease it in or this is how you can start. Like, I would have appreciated that. And I still would probably appreciate that now. No, I know I would. Because there's a lot of people who know a lot more than I do since I'm just speaking from personal experience. But um, that is one thing I wish I would have had. I think it would have probably changed my experience. And also having someone know uh, or have an understanding of some, what it's like to put it in my butt. <laughs> That's probably weird to say. But I think the partner that I had at the time, he was just so excited to do it. He was just ramming it. And I'm just kind of like, yo, this feels like I'm taking a shit. Like, this is terrible. This is not comfortable for me right now. Um, and so it would have been cool for us to sit down together and be like, yo, let's try something new. Let's learn this together. And it would have eased some of the anxiety and we would have known more for sure. So one of my do's would be, research like it is nothing wrong with researching 
itching. In fact, I was like, let me go ahead and vi- revisit some anal sex videos just for work purposes. When I talk to people about sex, I want to be as educated as possible. So I look at different sex uh, tutorial videos and it was really cool to learn some things that I didn't really know or, um, you know, just hear a different aspect or perspective uh, about anal sex that you probably wouldn't have heard before. And also like checking in with your partner, which is probably like a really just simple uh, sex rule altogether. Just consent, like checking in with your partner. Oh, do you enjoy this? Asking them questions about, you know, do they like if I touch it here or, you know, whatever, whatever you all want to talk about, just checking in with each other, just to make sure that both of you all are still being pleasured and comfortable because sometimes you just can't tell. And especially since your butt doesn't lubricate, like you can't tell how excited I am unless that lubricant is on thick (laughs) but yeah that's probably something that I would talk to my younger self about like hey maybe you should try this and um and learn more about it before doing it with my partner but that's probably my experience with it uh with anal sex it's pleasurable I look forward to having having a consistent partner in the future so that we can do more experimenting especially annually there's so much more I want to do um but yeah anal sex is the wave. My name is Tia, or T, the sex therapist. I do sex therapy in the Charlotte, North Carolina area. You can also find me on Instagram at hashtag T, the sex therapist. I mean, it's still a taboo, but it's coming to light more. I mean, we got Gabriel Union talking about it. It's in mainstream media. People are more open to it. I mean, hey, people have been playing in the butt forever. <laughs> um, My first experience with anal play wasn't fun, actually. It wasn't pleasurable. But as I got older and I started to realize, hey, my body could be receptive to this, I learned that it's actually quite fun and it feels great when done right. And anal orgasms do exist. (laughs) They really do. My best suggestion is to be relaxed and be comfortable with your body before sharing your body with somebody else, especially if you're the one receiving the anal play. Start, Start small. Get you a small toy, a vibrator, a dildo. They make the cutest butt plugs now with little gems, tails, bunny, bunny tails, anything you can think of, really. You can use as a butt plug as long as it's designed for butt play. That means it needs to have a flared end on the end of it so it doesn't get lost in the anal cavity. Use lots of lube. You can never go wrong with lube, especially a silicone-based lube if you're going to be in the water. Things like Vaseline, baby oil, they're not really friendly to use, especially if you're using condoms because they can break very easily. Um, I would also just suggest that if you are interested in anal play, that you try it on yourself first. And like I said, you can use a small vibrator and you can get yourself all comfortable and sexy and use it as part of your masturbation play. Then once you realize how your body responds to it, you can coach your partner on how you like to be pleased anally and now I know 
since the songs have been coming out, eating the bootleg groceries, rim jobs, toxin salad, that's something else that people are becoming more interested in as well. And now it does feel good. I'm still exploring myself as far as how I like to receive that type of pleasure. But again, that's something you need to talk to your partner about step by step. This is what I like. This is what I don't like. And be clear. If you're not happy, if it doesn't feel good, it's okay to tell your partner to stop. It doesn't have to be something that you're doing just for them. Because if you're not getting pleasure out of it as well, why are you doing it? And you definitely don't want to cause any scarring or tearing because of your discomfort. So it's very important that you are open and honest with your partner as far as what you go for and what you won't go for in that department. And I also say too, if you are on the receiving end of getting your booty ate, communicate. If you don't want anybody putting their fingers there, any objects there, let it be known. Tongue only, please. Kisses, please. Soft nibbles. All that's okay. If you're on the giving end of it, listen to your partner. Listen, see how their body responds to your actions. If you've had the discussion and they're okay with you using fingers or objects, flared only if they're not your fingers, then gently penetrate the anal cavity. Don't just go for it. Ease into it. The same thing if you're doing anal sex. If you're penetrating the anus, you need to go softly and slowly and listen to your partner. You will feel your partner's body becoming more receptive to the penetration if done correctly. And also if done correctly, it should um, there shouldn't be any discomfort. So once again, my biggest thing, my biggest giveaway to you guys is just consent, consent, consent. If they're, da- if they're not down with it, they're not down with it. If you're not down with it, that's cool. If you try it and you feel like it's still not working for you, it's okay to say, you know, butt play is just not for me. There's nothing wrong with saying, yeah, I tried it and I didn't like it. I mean, at least you know. And it's important to know your rules and your boundaries and any kind of sexual activity in the bedroom. And enjoy it. Have fun. Have fun. There's nothing wrong with it. It's not shameful. It's not nasty. If you like it, I love it. Just enjoy it and enjoy your body. Enjoy your partner's body and just have fun with it. Hey guys, it's your girl Boonie and um, I want to thank Vanessa for (laughs) tackling this topic because I feel like people often stray away from it and I feel like no one talks about the booty. And shout out to Gabrielle Union for admitting her truth to say that she's been eating the booty since, you know, before we knew who she was. (laughs) So kudos to her bravery. But what I will say is I remember the first time, um, what is it, analingus? Like someone, the first time someone ate my ass. And um, I remember being very tense, like what's happening? What is he about to do? I didn't sign up for this. Is this what we're doing? Like, does he want me to do this to him? Did he wash his butt? Like, these were all of the thoughts <laughs> that went through my mind the first time someone did this. And I will share my truth that I have never eaten a booty. I won't say that 
I won't ever eat one, um, but it's not high on my list of things to do. Again, I also don't require for someone to do that to me, but if it's what turns them on and that's what they want to do, have at it. Also, guys are kind of disgusting. So if I did venture there, it would be after I thoroughly cleansed the area. I mean, I'm washing it, bending over, taking the loofah between the butt cheeks, wiping it all down because guys are disgusting. So I couldn't even venture there if I did not know that I hadn't properly (laughs) done everything I could do to make that a pleasant experience. Okay, so that's all about eating the booty like groceries, right? Now, in terms of doing it in the butt, I'm going to take a deep breath. I'll take another one. I feel like that also gets a bad rap. And I feel like women don't give it a chance because it's so taboo. And I think guys get so excited when a girl does let them, you know, go into the booty hole. But I will say my orgasms from anal sex are far more intense than any other type of sexual activity. And I remember... um, and, and and let me caveat this too. It's not something that I do with every sexual partner, obviously, but it was someone that we had really good sexual chemistry and oh my God, like I got into the act with him so much that I remember the first time I wrote a dick with it in my ass. Okay. And so I was like, oh my God, this is bomb. But my tip to people who I always say who say they don't like it or it hurts my tip to that is you ain't using enough lube so it's <laughs> it might not just be enough to put someone on when you first start you might need to constantly reapply when you're doing that give him the bottle let him or let me take that back and or her um to be inclusive but give the person who is giving give them the bottle let them control um the wetness per se I guess that's the term but yeah I just feel like if you um, say it hurts you just aren't using enough lube and I really do think more women should try um, anal sex because like I said for me those are the most powerful the most magnificent uh, orgasms that I have and I will say a boonie tip a boonie pro tip also, while he, and I keep saying he because that is the partners that I have sex with, but if he is, you know, doing a good stroke game in the booty hole and you can hold a Hitachi magic wand to your clit, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I'll put my PayPal address. You can go ahead and send me money for that tip, okay? <laughs> One more thing, because this is the other thing that people always say. Like, oh, you must enjoy it because he had a little dick. And that is not true. The person that I had uh, consistently good anal sex with had the biggest dick that I've ever fucked in my entire life. So, girl, put your big girl panties on and take the dick in your ass, okay? Okay.